Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, friends. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. I am just excited to get to spend this time with you today. It's kind of cool and cloudy where I am today and really just feeling like fall. I was excited to put on a sweater this morning. I don't know if anyone else gets excited to put on a sweater, uh, but if you do, good. You were the same. And if you don't, that's just fine too. So I just want to kind of jump in today, starting with our verse of the month. And this is Philippians 4, 6, and 7, which has kind of been our verse for, I guess it's only been last week and this week, but our verse for October so far. Uh, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I just, I love this verse, and it's one I keep coming back to, so I thought it was definitely a good one to use as a verse of the month. It just is one of those verses that can apply to basically anything in life that you might feel anxious about, and I love the way that it gives us okay here's how we can not be anxious it doesn't just say don't be anxious but it talks to us about here's the way to not be anxious to give God the things that are weighing down on us in a previous episode I know I talked about this idea of all the burdens you're carrying, all the things that might be making you anxious, kind of like things in your heavy backpack diaper bag, and you can unpack it and just give those things to God, take them out, lighten your load, and I think that's somewhat goes along with this verse, like when we say, okay, I don't want to be anxious about these things anymore, I'm going to ask God for what I want, and with thanksgiving, thank him for all of the things that he has already given to me and then we leave those things in his hands that's when we can have a peace about it it doesn't mean everything is going to go exactly the way we want but it means that we can not be anxious we can have that peace and I think we all really want and need that so that's our verse of the month jumping into this episode like I was talking about at the very beginning it's kind of cooling down, it's starting to be fall into winter kind of season. And I know for me, it's a lot easier 
in the summer to spend more time outside and that's that's just normal it's nice out it's warm out it's sunny we kind of want to be outside more when it gets cooler when it gets cloudier when the weather is quote-unquote icky it's a lot easier for me personally to not get out as much and I know when I don't go outside I feel more grumpy I just am not in as good of a place really I'm much more happy when I get outside regularly and so I've been kind of feeling like I myself need a little bit of a pep talk about still choosing to go outside choosing to say yep the weather's different that's fine we wear warmer clothes maybe we don't go to the park for three hours but we can go for 15 minutes we can go for 20 minutes maybe we can last an hour and then we come inside and drink hot chocolate or hot tea or whatever but just because it's getting colder, just because the weather is turning more wintry doesn't mean that we just stay inside. So today I kind of wanted to just talk through this five benefits of getting outside and kind of those benefits as motivation for us to keep going outside even when the weather is not the perfect ideal summer sunny day. So I think the first benefit or motivation about getting outside that I want to talk about is a change of scenery can change our mood. A change of exterior scenery can change our interior scenery in a lot of ways. If you've been cooped up in the house all morning with one or two or 20 small children, whatever number of small children, probably no one here has 20 children, but whatever number of small children you've been cooped up in the house, maybe your two kids feel like 20 kids after a morning of just being inside. We can feel pretty negative, pretty grumpy, pretty down. Just that change of scenery, that going somewhere different can really change our mood. And outside generally is a pretty easy go somewhere. Maybe you have a backyard. Great, just go in the backyard for 10 minutes bring your kids or if they're old enough to stay inside without you and you just need the 10 minutes to yourself, go outside. And if you don't have a backyard, go to a park, go on a walk. Just that change of scenery can really help change change our mood, change our outlook, change our thoughts, change so many things just in how we're feeling. And then number two, I think this is in a lot of ways, the same thing, but for our kids, the benefit of taking our kids outside. When they have that free space, the just being somewhere that is not inside the house, that is not inside wherever, they just can get their energy out, maybe, or they also maybe just can relax, refresh, recharge, calm down. There's a commercial we don't usually watch a lot of TV with commercials, but during the Olympics this year, I kept seeing the commercial where it's like a little monster runs out of a house and runs around crazy. And then after a few minutes, the monster just lays down in the grass and turns into a little girl. <laughs> and I don't remember exactly what their slogan was, but something about, you know, just 20 minutes outside can turn your kid into a kid again or something along those lines. And it's kind of a funny commercial, but I have actually really noticed this happening especially when my oldest was maybe a little bit younger and working as a nanny I had four kids a lot of times and 
everyone would just be bouncing off the walls, like wrestling with each other or running around crazy, just way crazy. You know, the, the little monsters running around, not that they're monsters, but just, just wild. And I would say, you guys, we have to go outside to get your energy out. And it was like five minutes after we were outside, two kids were just sitting over here calmly digging in the gravel. Someone was just sitting on the swing and someone was playing with rocks somewhere else. And at first I kind of wanted to say, no, we came out here to get your energy out. Go run, be wild. But there was something about that just being outside that helped calm them. Even if they didn't run wild, just being outside can have that calming influence. And if that is not good motivation to go outside, I don't know what is. If you are in the house with kids who are very energetic and need some space to roam, some space to just be getting outside really can help with that to just help calm down the little people in your life and you like we talked about in the first point um the third one I didn't even really know what to title this but so I'll give it a a whole sentence title my husband and I always talk about this idea of when we go outside, we go on a family hike, or just one of us gets to go on a hike alone and the other stays with the kids, there's just this feeling of nourishment, like in a way that food can't nourish us. You know, there's a difference between, okay, I just ate a bunch of French fries and a bunch of greasy whatever, and my tummy's full, and it was really yummy, versus, wow, I just had the most delicious, like, yummy veggies and some good protein and then I had fruit for dessert and my body just feels so nourished so this is what we kind of talk about that same feeling but it's almost like nourishing your soul nourishing your heart your spirit some deeper part of you this being outside seeing the sky seeing the trees whether things are green or the colors are changing or it's a blanket of white snow but this idea of feeling just nourished and filled by being outside. And that is a huge benefit and motivation about being outdoors. And I think we also have to be intentional about this. If you just go outside and you're still staring at your phone, but you're outside or you're anxiously thinking about something, uh, it's hard to get that benefit really from it. So One thing that I love to do is while I'm outside, really pay specific attention to my surroundings, really stop and notice things. I think one really great way to do this is by just paying attention to your senses. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? What do you taste? Maybe. (laughs) But usually we're not tasting quite as much outside, but maybe you are. Maybe you have... A delicious cup of tea or you have some sort of yummy treat so kind of just to give an example of this I wanted to read something that I wrote down just kind of in my happiest moment of the day journal after a little mini adventure that I had with my boys the other day so we went to a trail by a creek kind of near our house and this is just what I wrote as my happiest moment of the day We walked just a short bit on the trail before getting to a shallow 
rocked off area in the creek for the boys to play. I put my feet in the chilly water for a bit and then sat on a warm rock, basking in the sun and just watching them. Their toys were rocks and gravel, sticks and water. I feasted on the sights. Sunlight shimmering on the gold and green leaves, the sparkle of light on the water, my boys delighting in nature, and the sounds, their squeals of delight, the rushing water, the breeze tickling the leaves like wind chimes. My heart was full to overflowing with the beauty of it all. I think when we can have this type of approach, when we go outside and we really notice, open your eyes to all of the beauty that's around you, I think that can really help us to have that feeling of just being so deeply nourished by being outdoors. Number four, this is maybe one of the kind of, I don't know, more obvious things about going outside is sunshine and fresh air. There are so many studies and links and things, you know, about sunshine and the vitamin D and, and moods. There's the, uh, I'm going to say it wrong, but seasonal affective disorder, maybe is it where people who live in places where it's really gloomy and gray in the winter can sometimes have depression because they're not getting that sunshine. That's why they sell UV lamps and things like that for people to be able to get sunshine when there's not actual sunshine outside. So if you live a place where there is sunshine, going outside and feeling that sunshine can not just have like a, an effect on our mood in just like an emotional way, but physiologically can really help us. And the fresh air as well, just being outside breathing fresh, clean air, unless you're, you live somewhere where there are wildfires right now, then Maybe the fresh air is not as much of a thing, but in in most times of the year, hopefully it is. So that sunshine and fresh air just physiologically can really help us. And then I think the last point that I really wanted to touch on here of a benefit, a motivation for getting outside is perspective. It can change our perspective so much to be out in nature. You know, sometimes we're out and I just stop and think, okay, the God who made all of this loves me. He made the mountains that I can see in the distance. He made the water running in this creek. He made these trees. He made the sky and the way weather and atmosphere and all of that works for there to be these clouds drifting around. When we think about like the scope of if you go out at night and look up at the stars and think how fast is the universe and how teeny tiny is our solar system and then our planet and then your country and then your state and and you on a map compared to the vastness of the universe and then you can take it the other direction and think about molecules and atoms and how teeny teeny tiny that all is compared to the size of you and the god who can be in charge of the vastness of the universe and the teeny tiny microscopic things going on in our bodies and in everything around us, if he can manage all of that, 
then we can trust him with whatever's going on in our lives at whatever time it is. And I think that can be so comforting and so reassuring, like the verse of the month that we talked about with this not being anxious, but trusting that the God who can do all of this can take care of whatever is going on in your life. It may not be exactly the way you want it to be, but it will be for your good. I just love this idea of going out in nature and just looking at the trees and thinking, wow, God, you designed trees to be able to take sunlight and turn it into energy. How crazy is that? Or when you, my kids are really into watching the wild crafts right now and all these different abilities that different animals have, you know, they call them the creature powers, but these things that God gave this creature the ability to do this because of the habitat they live in or their prey or their predators or whatever. I think having this perspective can one help us to not just be so self-focused and think that, you know, whatever issue we're having is the most important thing in the entire world. Not that it isn't important, but just kind of putting it into perspective. And I think having this perspective of how how powerful God is, how amazing he is, how able to manage all of this can help us to have that reassurance and that trust. So those were the five kind of perspective changing things I wanted to talk about of motivation to get outside. But like always, it's easy to kind of have these perspective shifts, but if we don't put it into practice, not a lot is going to change. So a few practical ways to get outside. The first would be to build it into your day. Have it as a scheduled and routine thing. We've talked about this on a lot of things. If you just have loading the dishwasher as part of your day after lunch, then it doesn't feel so hard to actually make it happen if that's just, that's what we do. At this certain time, here's what we do. So one way to make sure that getting outside happens is to build it into your day. We don't quite do this as much anymore just because of schedule changes, but we used to, my kids and I would do, okay, right after breakfast, we go on a walk. Whatever else we're doing in the day, we have breakfast, and then we go on a walk, whether it's just a short walk around our neighborhood or drive to somewhere and go on a walk or even go to a park and I walk and they play but something that's scheduled so you could say we go on a walk right after breakfast or we go play outside right after nap or right after nap and snack whatever it looks like in your day and you have to make this obviously fit your own day not mine but those are just a few ideas the second practical way to make this happen I think would be to make it like a checklist priority and by that I mean if I don't remember what episode it was, but we talked about this idea of what are kind of the top things that you want to be doing in a day. What are some of the things that matter most to you? And if you are doing those things a lot of days, it's not going to be every day, then you know that you're investing your life in things that do matter to you. So like, for example, with my kids, I try to aim for, and I actually have a checklist on the fridge, if you're not a checklist person, that's fine. It can be in your head or whatever. But where I really try to, each day for each of my kids, have some book time with them, whether that's older kids reading to themselves, 
or me reading to them or little kids just looking at books. So book time, outside time, and free play time. So that's one way to kind of try to make this happen is make it like a thing that you check off the list. Have we gone outside today? Oh, nope, let's do it right now. And then I think the third one would be to put either a quote about nature or maybe this list that I talked about, benefits of going outside, or a picture of some beautiful nature scene somewhere up in your house or as a phone wallpaper so that when you see it, that's a cue to you to say, okay, how can we get outside either right now or make a plan to do it later? I hope that this is helpful to you in making it a priority to get outside because there are so many wonderful benefits to being outside, to getting outside when you can. Some days it might not happen in an ideal way, but if it happens more often than not, that's certainly, that's certainly a good thing. Uh, as we close, I just wanted to say again, if you have any feedback on these episodes, please email me. It's uh, practicallyjoyfulmom at gmail.com. And kind of a specific question for this episode is I would love to hear from each of you of what's your favorite benefit to going outside? What's your favorite thing about being outside? Thank you for taking this time to be here today, friends. I hope that you've enjoyed our time together and I will look forward to next week.